You're listening to Great Big Talk, a multidisciplinary creative conference and podcast series for inspiring the next generation of artists and entrepreneurs. Today, we'd like you to meet a textiles entrepreneur named Candy Mashmore. You spend a lot of time in your bed, so your bedding, it's very important because the way it hugs you when you go to sleep, the way that makes you feel when you are, when you lay in bed at night after a hard day or, or you know, hard day at work or hard day because of whatever happened, it, it makes you feel comfort. They take all the thread and they comb it and then they knit by hand. I, I do not want anything that it's going to be thrown in the landfills in six months. We are making things like our grandparents and great-grandparents did in that last lifetime. Home is its so much. People talk about so many things. Let's do this, let's do that. Without that ecosystem, we won't survive. The difference on the touch, on the feel of the product that we make, it's made with love and it makes a difference. So this is not a fight that I took upon myself for the beauty of it. And the circle of people around you and the energy that you attract, it's so much stronger. Because I think that teaching people and enriching their lives, it's what will make a difference for all of us. This is what will make us all better and the world better. Thank you. Hi, good morning. I do not wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I usually go to bed at 5 o'clock in the morning. So, and I'm not a musician. So, um, but I work with overseas and the time difference. So usually I'm in bed at 4.30, 5 o'clock when uh, I stop working. So I'm a little bit woozy. And, but it's okay. So thank you for coming, first of all. Um, so today the theme is home. And um, home is its so much. And uh, um, I think that a home can be a person, can be a place, can be uh, a place that you can feel safe, that you are happy, that you welcome the people you love. A home also can be a friend that can hear your, your happy moments, your sad moments, your anger, and it stays there for you. So home, it's so much. And I think that in times, the times that we are living now, a home is one of the most important places for each and every one of us. It's where you sit with your family, with your loved ones, where you fight, where you laugh, where you cry, you scream, and it's where you can really truly be yourself. So I have been in business for a long time, and um, I love to create things. So I did the the big business where I sold to six of the top 10 retailers in the world. I had an office in China, I had 60,000 square feet showroom there, and at one point I decided that that's not what I want to do anymore. Um, although I love my job, I loved what I did, but I thought that it was time to create something and to make a difference. So Yara, Yaya and Co. start was born seven years ago, was an idea of, uh, with all my travels around the world, it's to create, to renew old, century-old um, trends and, and costumes and things that uh, 
we no longer use anymore because of mass production. So I started looking for uh, people that does mostly artisans that uh, um, they had, uh, you know, century, century old traditions from the families that, and they were moving away because the mass production took away their ability of make a living. So I knew that I had a um, long way to go before I could really start working with these people because you do have to teach them, um, you know, social compliance, uh, no, no child labor, how to make the, their little, uh, even if it's a family business, how to make it productive, how to make it working, how to make it, uh, to, to have the right materials, the right dyes, the right uh, um, threads and, and, and everything. So it took me about five years to get this going and to get to, to find the countries I wanted to work with, the people that I wanted to work with, and usually it takes a year until I can start working with someone because the, the, the teaching and the, you know, it, it's, it's, I go from, from the space they have, how they will make the production and how, it, it's a whole entire process that I did for 25 years with large corporations, but now it's teaching a little family that does something in their loom at home, have to teach, having to teach them how to make that um, viable to the world and being able to sell and, and say, I am certain that they are doing things according to our regulations. So um, I decided to work basically with the textiles. I love textiles. I think it's something that brings you comfort. I think that textiles make a home a home. When you, are, when you come home and you, you are upset, you sit in your couch or in a chair and you pull your throat and that is your comfort zone. So we decided, I, I decided that, that uh, um, for sure I wanted to do things that were natural, that were organic, that were uh, made, handmade, that were made in small looms, that were made by a family. Because the energy of that family and the hopes they have to grow and make, make a living out of the the things that they love to do. So I, I thought that this would be the energy that will come with each and every one of our products could uh, um, make a difference in our homes. So I, I started developing um, a little bit of everything. So I started with rugs and throws and pillows and bedding because those are things that you spend a lot of time with you spend a lot of time in your bed. So your bedding, it's very important because the way it hugs you when you go to sleep, the way that makes you feel when you are, when you lay in bed at night after a hard day or, or you know, hard day at work or hard day because of whatever happened, it, it makes you feel comfort. It may, gives you that, uh, that safety nest that we all want to have. So then we, we started with also the throws because it's, a com it's complementary and it also embraces you. So we started developing things and colors and I wanted to be more in the natural colors using only natural dyes when I could and if I, um, if I wanted really to have it really, really natural using the, the, the fabrics and the 
um, the weaving and the, the, the threads all in natural colors. So um, it was a trial and error for about a year and then we found our voice. So Yaya today is uh, basically a company that uh, everything that we bring, it's made with the natural fibers, it's made uh, um, by hand, uh, it's made by, uh, for example, our bedding is sewn by people in high school that I, I created in India, in India that helps women that are raped, child brides, or acid burned girls. So we take them in, we teach them a, tra uh, a trade, and uh, um, we teach them how to sew, how to embroider, how to this, and once they are ready, we give them a sewing machine, and, the sewing, and they can take the sewing machine home, or they can stay at the school where we provide a room for them to work, and, uh, and then we buy the merchandise from them at above the fair trade, um, the, 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 the market price, whatever law uh, their countries are, which are very different to us, we pay them what we think the value really is if we would buy from a large corporation or from a retailer or from whatever. So with this, we are teaching this woman also how to use banking systems. So the money that they make, we give them half uh, they take home to their husbands because they, they take the money away from them. And the second part, we put them in the bank in a savings accounts for them. So if they so decide in the future to move away from the situation they are in, they have a little safety nest for themselves. We are not in charge of their money, they are. Now, I, although I am a woman, and I know that we have this whole women thing, I'm not doing something only for women. We work with people because I think that teaching people and enriching their lives, it's what will make a difference for all of us. Um, you can teach a woman to be stronger, but if you don't teach a man to be kinder, softer, more um, understanding, so the woman can be stronger, but the barriers are gonna still there. So we have to work as a unit, not one versus the other, but together get into a better place. So the other thing that we do, I'm originally from Brazil. So when I fly to Brazil, usually flying over the Amazon was a vast black area that it was the Amazon forest. Now, when you fly over the Amazon, you see splashes of trees. In the majority, it's devastated. Now, the Amazon is the largest ecosystem in the world. We can do everything we want. Without the Amazon, we won't breathe. So we need to make sure, and it's very interesting that people talk about so many things, let's do this, let's do that. Without that ecosystem, we won't survive. So the, the amount of animals and insects and plants and things that you have there, it's so incredible. And uh, uh, today, because of uh, um, greed, that's nothing more than greed. The Amazon forest is being devastated to the point that it's in danger, but nobody wants to say anything about it because, first of all, it's very close to home, and that we are allowing it to happen. Um, major countries like the United States, Japan, Germany, UK, they are profiting from, from the destruction of the Amazon. So they don't want to speak about it. So we decided that with every sale that we have, 
that we make. We plant trees in the Amazon. So now, by, by, by this year, I think we are gonna have 150,000 trees that we are planting with, uh, um, uh, it's gonna be done in Xingu. It's the largest uh, indigenous uh, area in Brazil. And we are planting trees that are um, local trees, that it's not only trees that uh, we choose to plant because it's nice. We are planting what other people are cutting down. So we are trying to replenish the, the forest. And uh, I hope that by the next three years, we will have 500,000 trees planted in that area. And we are working with other places also like this. Thank you. Thank you. So this is not a fight um, that I took upon myself for, for the beauty of it. Um, I think that we have to, you know, I, I, made my, I made my sacrifices in life to get where I am. And I think that now it's my time to do what I love, but with a purpose. And uh, I think that each and every one of us have to really, um, we have so many ideas, we have so many things that we wanna do. Do one little thing every day. Take, you know, plant a little tree here, help someone, smile, give a compliment. Tell somebody that they are beautiful or that you have a beautiful smile. Because this is what will make us all better and the world better. I told my children, they, they, when they were little, they used to hate because everywhere I go, I talk to everybody and I speak to everybody, I touch, I hug. And so Corona was my worst enemy because I couldn't <laughs> hug anybody. And I, and I do this very naturally because um, in Brazil, we are very touchy-feely people, and uh, I, I live here for 35 years, but I'm still with my, my kissing and hugging and touching and holding hands and things like that. And I watch my son today, and he does the same thing he hated me doing. I look at him, and he's like, oh, your smile is so pretty. Oh, you have a pretty head. And I'm like, darn, you learned well. And he's like, mom, I know. So, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, we talk about it, and, and it's so much easier to get things when you are kind. It, you can, uh, I have my bedside too, don't, don't think it's so pretty. I can, I can give my, my five minutes, but um, I think that we need to learn that we are not owed anything. We don't deserve anything. We are here for a reason, and we have to be able to accept other people and their faults, and also to be, um, to be kind. Doesn't cost any money, and doesn't cost anything. And at the end of the day, you feel better because of the good deeds that you did. And to try to do one little thing every day, at, in, before you know it, you are gonna see that it becomes a habit and you do this more and more and more. And the circle of people around you and the energy that you attract, it's so much stronger than what, um, than if you are mean or rude or, or especially people that work, for example, I was listening to something this morning that work in, in, in hotels and in restaurants and this, sometimes we take our anger, oh, the food is not here. I'm hungry, but it's not her fault that I'm hungry. I didn't eat on time. So, you know, it's little things that, uh, make a difference in other people's lives as well. So um, Yaya, going back to Yaya, um, a little back on Yaya. Yaya is, um, 
So I have two kids. I lost my daughter 10 years ago. And uh, I had two choices in life, to become bitter and angry and, and blame everybody for what happened to her, or turn her soul in something positive. And that's the choice I made. So the plants that we are, the trees that we are planting in the Amazon, for example, it's going to be the Yaya Forest. So my hopes are that every indigenous person in that tribe will have, will, will feel the strength of my daughter's soul in every shade, fruit, or anything that those trees will give her, will give them. And with that, their happiness will elevate my daughter's soul a little bit higher. So the school that I opened in India also carries her name. And uh, every woman that comes in and feels safe and can, it's the only place. I, I have a woman that works for me. She's now 67. And uh, she never had a hug in her life, ever. Not from her parents, not from her husband. She's raped every night for, for her entire life by her husband. She does, um, she gets beaten. And when I came in and I hugged her, she first was like a two by four, you know, she couldn't move. Now when I get to the school, she's the first one that embraces me when I come in. And she said, if I had a little bit of this throughout my life, I wouldn't be so angry with the world, you know? So these are the little things. So I, I now, when I get there, and they are smiling. So in my, in, I don't know if you guys know a lot about culture in India and women. Women have no value in Asia. So uh, what we did um, at the school is it's a very safe place where they can come in. No man will touch them. They have no fear. So I have music for them the whole entire time they are there. We have music playing. They dance because the Indians love to dance. So they, can, they have time for dancing. I have a place where they bring their children. The children are safe as well during the time they are there. And I think that all these things will, at the end, not only elevate my, my, my daughter's soul, but also help me cope with her loss. So it's a very, so Yaya is very dear to me and it's very important to me because I am making, um, I, I am showing my children how to grow in a, in a kinder way. And I think that uh, um, when you touch, we have a few pieces here that I want, uh, uh, we want to show you, um, the difference on the touch, on the feel of the product that we make. It's made with love and it makes a difference. After making billions of pieces in, in China for Costco and Home Depot and Walmarts and Sam's of life, um, where a machine does this and people that have, uh, their only goal is to make money versus a product that is made with love. The touch, the softness, the, the, the so this is, this is our baby. It's, this is Jordan. Jordan is, I, I, I took her away from her mom. So, is, is she here? Opa. So I, 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 I took her away from 
Jordan came in and she has such a passion for Yaya and uh, Julian, her boyfriend as well. And they, I mean, with Jordan, I cannot even discuss price because I say, Jordan, let's charge this. And she looks at me, how are you gonna give more? We need to buy trees. I mean, so she keeps me in line with prices and it's like, she's the, the feral mama in our, <laughs> in our office. So um, if you touch, I will pass it around. This is made by, this is made with cotton. But this is, um, they brush the crab before they hand me this. So you will see the softness and the quality of it, the, the way, and you won't find it anywhere. As Nordstrom is trying to buy it, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> So you will see the difference with this, and you wrap yourself in something that, uh, um, so this is made by my women in India. Um, they, and they take all the thread and they comb it, and then they knit by hand um, all the pieces, and you'll see the weight of this, the, the quality. I, I do not want anything that it's gonna be thrown in the landfills in six months. We are making things like our grandparents and great-grandparents did that last a lifetime. So we want things that uh, um, you will pass on to your children and to your grandchildren because the quality is there and the history of your family, it's passing down along with the pieces. Um, we have, uh, so just to give you, to be organic does not mean to be boring. This is some of our, this is one of our pillows. And it's also handmade, and it's handmade in three states in India. So it goes from our school to Kashmir, that it's uh, an area that it's uh, destroyed by the war zone. Kashmir used to be called the heaven on earth. It's a very, it's an Islamic state inside India. And I'm Jewish, and I went there. I went to Pakistan too, but that's a lot, uh, another story that my son shouldn't hear. But I went into Pakistan to buy rugs from people because I believe that uh, um, the people do not create wars. Government and greed create wars. People want to live their lives. They want to have a chance to do things for themselves. So this is made by Muslim men in, in a portion of it is made by Muslim men in Kashmir, and then goes to my school in Punjab, and then goes somewhere else to get uh, the tough thing done. But you will see also the softness of all. And this is our baby. Our other baby. <laughs> yeah, the other baby. Well, this is our um, cash cow, basically. This one is the one that everybody loves because it has an acid, an acid finish, but it's so organic. So the softness, let me start from this side so you guys. So you can see the softness of this. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, so what we are doing is bringing innovation into manufacturing, but not mass manufacturing. It's manufacturing with respect to the people in the, in the areas that we work with, and it's also uh, manufacturing with, uh, with hopes that uh, people will start buying things 
for, for, with a reason. Not, you know, the, the, the fast fashion is destroying the world. One of the, I think it's 14 billion tons a month that ends in the landfill with the $3 t-shirt that after two washes become this way or the bedding that after six washes does start creating all kinds of things. So it's buying a little, paying a little more for things that will last long and that will help us clean the earth and create a better world for everyone else. So going back to, to home, um, I, I want to, to say, you know, I tried to write something because I was told that you have 20 minutes, where is he? 20 minutes and you have to be, yeah, didn't work. So, yeah. So he came to me at the office and I said, well, 20 minutes is a little bit difficult because, for example, when I had a meeting with Costco, Costco gives you 25 minutes and there is a, a person that comes with the buyer and says, okay, your, your meeting starts now. And at 20 minutes, they say you have five minutes, four minutes, three minutes. I would spend three hours with them and they, they said, well, you know what, let's do something different. The day we have time, you come in that afternoon because we know you are always late in the morning, I'm always late. And, they, and then we would sit down and talk. Because I think that trying to understand where, what you, things that you bring into your home, are, you're not gonna buy a bomb and bring it to your home, unless you are not normal. But you, you try to bring things in your home that will make you happy, that it's, it's memories from trips, it's things like that. So I think that home, um, the way I, 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 I see my home, for example, it's the place where I welcome the people I love. It's where my family is, it's where I come in and I love to cook. So, and I'm a good cook too, so I, I, people come in and I, I enjoy being in my kitchen. When I, when I bought my house, the reason that I bought my house was for my kitchen and my family room. So we are all together. I have a 12, 12 seat uh, table in my kitchen because that's where I want my people to be. I want to be cooking and them coming and tasting and this. It makes me happy. So I think that uh, your home is a little oasis that we all create for ourselves. That's a place that, oh, I'm going home. You go on a trip, can be fantastic, but there is nothing better than bringing your suitcases and say, kicking your shoes and say, I'm home. Because every, that's your place, it's your choice to be there. So I think that uh, the products that we are making now and that we are creating, it gives you that taste, that feel, and that, uh, um, that softness, that in, it embraces you and it makes your home your place. So, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Thank you.